0: First round, make it count. Toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throwing down, knock a out. Time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time.
1: Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome back to episode 67 of your favorite podcast. The Two Beers Podcast, the pot of the everyman. I'm Jordan here with Drew. Drew,
2: how you doing tonight, bro? I am great. I am great. I am really great. I'm great. (laughs) Okay, was that trying to be Eminem? I I don't know what I was doing there. I just wanted to come I just wanted to come in with a little more energy than you had and I was gonna put it in a song and I don't really know what song I was going for there. <laughs> but it all worked out. It worked out well, for everybody
1: everybody involved in the process. It did. Everyone's better for 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 that. Um Alright, man. Well, we we keep saying we're gonna be quick, but I feel like we got a packed show here, so cool. Uh, without further ado, let's let's get into the niceties. You ready to assume positions? Always, bro, Ham. All right, ready. Three, yeah. two, one. Um, shout out to Colonial Beer. They uh,
2: shout out them, Colonial told, Beer.
1: Told them uh, in Bethel Park, PA. I told them I needed some Toppling Goliath, and they made it happen. I got a pseudo Sue here. I'm sipping on. So, oh,
2: nice, it's a nice. T- tall
1: boy, yeah. Oh nice. What, nice, what do nice, you got? Nice.
2: Uh I'm keeping uh I'm keeping it rolling from last night, man. I was I was feeling it. Uh I was in a good groove with my uh Sincor, tequila, and Gingy Ale. Gingy So uh Gingies. I'm rocking it again tonight, my man. Nice. Cool.
1: Um Alright, well let's let's get into uh some, some sports talk here. We kind of have a lot to talk about. Um but first order of how are you? How are you? How are you? How am I? I'm exhausted. I've been burning the the candle at both ends, uh, doing the podcast. I've been... By the way, I just want to say, everyone, Drew has been putting up prolific binging numbers. I have been busting my butt trying to keep up with him. I've been... I'm watching like six shows right now, seven shows, something like that, watching a ton of sports. I got sports on right now while we're recording. I'm working. I got kids. And Drew is always, and he just keeps, hey, watch this documentary. Hey, watch this. Watch that. I'm like, how are you doing this? Because I know you work a ton of hours. I don't, so.
2: No sleeping I, cocaine, bro. Got to pump, <laughs> pump, pump, pump those, pump those numbers up, man. Those are, those, those are rookie up. numbers. Those are rookie numbers. Dude, seriously. You, <laughs> you still you... haven't seen that movie, which is just hilarious. Oh, we got to get it on. We got to get on it. <laughs> we got to get on it. Oh, you're, you are on a heater, my man. You are oh, on man, I'm, I'm just crushing it, man. Um, all so, right, I'm telling you, just just sleep sleep two hours.
1: I already do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But you have, yeah, I guess I guess you have to. Yeah, I'll throw throw last on. Last night some... we finished recording at one a.m. or posting it at one a.m. Thir- I was washing dishes till one thirty a.m. and the baby was up at
2: four thirty. <laughs> see why you're rocking that baby, man? Just throw some Apple TV on and crush an episode. <laughs> that's all you guys. You're not multi. You're not multitasking
0: uh, the
1: ring, Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 doing it wrong. That's doing it the, all wrong.
2: That's that's the problem. I, last last night I watched an episode of. Uh, the Shrick next door while I was cooking, cooking up some fish, man.
1: Uh, I, I could go for some fish. Oh, Any hootles? Um, yeah, man. So this back past in boxing, weekend, yeah, starting, starting to get back into the swing of it, right? So, um, Joe Smith Jr., you know, was supposed to be a little bit better fight, but the guy, I honestly, who was it he was supposed to fight?
2: Uh, Yermich of 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 uh, Yanner. Yeah, that guy got covid. So then they
1: put another patsy in there and Gef- of Rivendell? Yeah, Geoffreyald of Rivendell. and um <laughs> sure enough, um you know what? I I I think I fell asleep. You checked
2: out of this one early.
1: I and then I you yeah, checked, I checked You checked you checked
2: in later and I checked you checked, in late, out, checked early. out early. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I, I came in like the fourth round and then uh, he still didn't knock him out by the 7th round and I was like this is a waste of my time. Drew, you you, you bring it home.
2: Yeah no so uh, yeah so late 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 switch after his original opponent um, came down with COVID, uh, it was an interesting fight just because I just I, I don't know mate like Joe Smith Jr.'s last two fights I just haven't been impressed with him dude like no he was on a heater like he when, you know, when he beat Alvarez he just like cold cocked him through the ropes then he fought Jesse Hart and really really did a number on him um B hops like I just. You know, after losing to Bivol, like he's been on a hot streak. But yeah, like Vla- Vlaslav, I get right. Like that dude was super awkward. Um, oh, right, yeah. When he the, where he the fight where he just won the uh, where he won the title um, back. Oh, geez, I don't know what was it, April or May, I guess. At this point uh the guy like he just you know the guy had his hands down he was really like herky jerk yeah. I, I can see where a guy that's kind of you know doesn't have a ton Aw, of awkward, mo- yeah. yeah that doesn't have a ton no, of movement no real
1: like timing yeah yeah
2: so i can see like where a guy with joe Smith's style would have trouble you know getting that guy out of there and just in general in the fight but you know this guy he he's got some olympic pedigree he's got a high guard and everybody and their mother was like defending Joe Smith on Twitter like oh when when a guy's got a high guard like that and uh and and uh, you know has has Olympic pedigree uh they can make everybody look ordinary. I'm just like the guys the guys had 8 days to prepare for Joe Smith Jr. and Joe Smith Jr's like he's supposed to be auditioning for a better BEV unification fight in Canelo. Like no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't I don't care how high this guard this guy's guard is like Dude, like throw hooks to the bot. Like you have to, you have to change, change your game up. Like the body was there. Like the body was there the entire fight for him to have. You know, liver shots. And like I know he's a knockout guy, but you know, you, you need to, you need to, you need to just impressed to get him out of there yeah it took took, took him it took him nine rounds to knock the to just knock the guy down and it ended up he ended up on his first knockdown they stopped the fight because he did like he did land a couple of really really good rights throughout the rounds that i think really uh, hurt um but i don't know man i (sighs) i don't i don't know how joe smith jr beats better be if and your your comment was he doesn't (laughs) when i texted you the other day um So yeah, dude. Like I just, uh, I don't know. He just, he just, he just has me a little leery now. And maybe, you know, maybe again, maybe it is just the styles, and you know, just you know, just uh, you know, not having a ton of time. Because it does go the other way where you don't have a ton of time to prepare for your opponent. But I just, I thought this guy, he could have got him out of there a lot, a lot sooner. So he won all the rounds. He won by TKO um after the fight they they talked a lot more about him and canelo in the post game uh or sorry the post fight interview than they did him and better be uh but they did talk a little bit potentially we could have him and better be of in the garden bro in the spring you may you may need to bring up a new or make another road trip
1: true yeah that hey yeah that was fun i mean i i could, we could do that i I'll, I, I was thinking going. about that if we should we yeah we'll have, we'll have to do another live live event uh I don't know if we we save up our our nickels and pennies though for something with maybe a little bit more better be it would be fun but maybe something with a little more pizzazz I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I those maybe, would, maybe th- Vegas those, trip. Th-
2: those those would be like a uh, a StubHub uh, $20 ticket kind of thing. We would <laughs> we would I don't we don't we don't need to be close up to uh watch the technical style of these two guys. So, we'll, we'll look at it though. I'm uh, I'm curious I'm curious to see if they get that done. But that's to me that's the fight to make with top rank like stop, you know, don't worry about Canelo. Like Joe Smith Junior. was, I, it was rumored he was going to fight Danny Jacobs next, but like why? Like unify the like I don't know. Maybe he just wants some paydays. Like I, just unify. Let's get it. Let's get it going, man. That's all um, I got on that one. I don't think we talk much more about it. <clears throat> no.
1: So this next one. Well, actually,
2: hold on. Ah, oh, I had it. The uh, I was going to say the uh, the guy who fought on the the undercard, who had a mascot showing up ringside. I've already forgotten his name, but he was calling out Navarate um, at the end of the fight, which would be a cool 126-pound battle. I wish I could remember his name. I already I already goofed it. So I guess I should have just let, let you keep going there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so uh, this upcoming weekend, Gary Russell Jr. on Showtime. At first— I'm- I got it.
2: Abraham Nova. Abraham, Abraham Nova. Abraham
1: Nova. There it is. There it is. Um. Gary Russell Jr coming up this weekend. At first I'm like, okay, Gary Russell Jr, not sure who he's fighting. Uh, you know, he hasn't fought in nearly 2 years, but very skilled fighter, excited to watch him. And you know, let's 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 get back into it and see what he's got. So that that's what I was thinking as of like a half hour ago. And I was like, all right, let me let me have a little bit more detail to this. And then I started looking and um the guy, do you know who he's fighting,
2: Drew? Uh, uh Pff, Magisa. I'm, I'm gonna brutalize his name. Megsayo. Yeah. Do you I, know no, who that no, guy? Nobody, is? nobody. Nobody on his resume really impressed me.
1: Uh, guess what? Remember, he was on the undercard of the Ugas and Pacquiao fight. Remember when I I kept falling asleep and there was that devastating knockout of this the is Pacquiao? Him? That's him. Is it? Yes, it is.
2: Shut the front door.
1: Yep. And furthermore, earlier this afternoon, Gar- Gary Russell came out and said that he is dealing with... Slightly an in- injured, yeah. He's slightly injured. He's dealing with a little injury, and he- he'll reveal it after the fight. And also, I read that uh, Gary Russell, the dad, had part of his foot amputated, and that's his trainer. Obviously, all the, uh, the brothers uh, all train together and everything, but... So he's basically been training himself. And and also, this Megsayo guy, his trainer is Freddie Roach. And so I'm like, now I should say, Freddie Roach was his trainer for the last fight. I actually didn't confirm that he trained him for this fight. But I kind of read all of that, and I'm just like, okay, now, now you got my attention. Now I'm interested. So, um, of course, I went out to the uh, all, all the bettings betting uh info and they they got it all man they it's there's a lot here so um do you you want to do tail the tape before we get into the betting
2: uh we certainly can do the tail the tape if you want to um okay uh, so gary gary uh, russell jr's what I, I had it. I mean, I was oh, just...
1: oh, I th- the way you said it, it I didn't <laughs> think you had it. No, I have it.
2: I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't think we'd get into that uh, in that detail. On this one, uh, yeah, Gary Russell Jr., five foot four, sixty-four inch reach. He is thirty-one and one. Remind me, who did he lose to?
1: Uh, Mr. Vasily Lomachenko.
2: Uh, that's right, he didn't only will uh, Oh, his only uh, loss in his third professional fight. Yeah, that's right. Pete Gary Russell Jr. Yeah, good call there. Um, Southpaw. He is going up there. Uh. How do, you, how do I say Mag- this? yeah Masayo. uh five foot six so he's got two inches on him 68 inch reach four he's, inch
1: re- four inch reach advantage yeah
2: so 20 23 and0 again his last fight uh I guess I didn't I didn't even from he didn't look like this in the picture um devastating uh, knockout devastating knockout against Julio uh seha right yeah Ceja? yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so it'll be I guess it'll be interesting what are the what he got? Give me the give me the stuff. The
1: good yeah, stuff. Yeah. So so um, I didn't see what they were beforehand, but uh, after reading that article, that article said all of the odds tightened up. Um, Gary Russell Jr. is minus four hundred. McSayo is plus three fifteen. So much closer than what you would normally expect because Gary Russell Jr. typically is one of the better fighters, and I don't know what it was beforehand. Um, Over under rounds.
2: We got 10 and a half. <laughs>
1: yep, ten and a yeah,
2: half. 10 and a, yeah, a half. Well, yeah, because you assume it's going the distance. So. Minus, unless, unless Masayo min, catches him.
1: Minus 250 for okay. the over. So it uh, very much favors the over. Uh, to go the distance is minus 200. Plus 150 to not go the distance. Okay. Um, Gary Russell by KO is plus 250. Gary Russell by points, minus 125. Megsayo KO plus five fifty. Megsayo mm. on mm. points is
0: plus mm. eight hundred.
2: Yeah. I like I kinda like that. You get get you know, get a little teaser going with that. Alright, keep going. No, that was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um I,
1: I I'm I don't know what to expect now. I I mean I I'd say I'd say we might be in for a good fight here, man. For, it's I free
2: on showtime too, right? yeah yeah free on showtime digging that um yeah i think russell wins on the cards i think he i think he's i mean he fights he was he was only fighting once a year and i mean now it's been it's been so long i i remember watching his last fight right before the pandemic um i i, I just think he's still too good hands are too fast uh and yep. i i just think he's too slick to get caught i think i think that's Messiah's only way to win is to catch him so i i i think russell and and
1: even that knockout of that Seha was was kind of like it was a little strange. It was just like a straight shot right down the middle. Yeah. And the guy had his guard like opened, like like op- like an open window. It was weird. Yeah.
2: It's probably it'll probably be one of those 116, 112s. sixteen, one twelves. You'll probably get some crazy like one eighteen, uh, you know, one one eighteen, one ten uh, scorecards. And you'll be like, eh, I don't know about that, but I I think I think Russell will uh, will win unanimously on the cards.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um the rest of the card, I don't really know much about it. Um I I yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe some of these guys are prospects or not, but I will say that um Evan Holyfield, uh Evander Holyfield's son is okay. Uh, 8-0. He he's going to be on the on the he's card. Like, I feel like
2: he hasn't fought in a while.
1: Yeah, uh you know what? Give me a second. So this is in Atlantic this is in Atlantic City, Drew. Sweet. What's the what Hard Rock? Um I just clicked off of it hold on uh he fought in October Evan Holyfield oh really yeah this oh, is at the card? borgata This is at the borgata
2: oh cool okay I wonder what the, i've never I've never been in whatever venue it is they have so the uh, rock's pretty what, sweet though
1: what card was he on in October yeah he knocked out he was on uh the Jamel herring Shakur Stevenson card
0: Really? How did I, how did I miss that?
1: Cuz we were too busy loving uh Xander Zayez and Nico Ali Walsh. Hey, it, Nico Ali gotcha. yeah, man, they had um hmm. him and they had Evan Holyfield. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um fair enough, my man. Yeah, so I'm a little bit interested in that. We'll, we'll see how it goes.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's free on showtime, so it's why not. Yeah. You not I mean, you're not you're not doing anything on a Saturday night, right? So Trying to stay awake. <laughs>
1: um, Alright, so that's that's it for boxing this week. Hold on, hold yourself, man. Oh, okay. My bad, my bad.
2: Hold yourself.
0: Watch this. It seems
2: like it's been agreed in principle, and even the financial terms are agreed. We got Shakura Valdez, man. April 30th is what they're targeting. I'm pretty pumped.
1: Yeah, me too. That's... I, uh... that's, that's... Now, see... Th- this is one where you know you said like let's go to like better be of or whatever like let's save up our nickel and pennies and go see that fight in Vegas yeah
2: all right well, we can talk about it we can talk about it uh I hey, listen if it happened, I I really thought that it wasn't going to with all the all the misdirection they kept giving you with the the Shakur Lomachenko Valdez Navarati stuff which just it made it made no sense for any. Hey, the only the only fighter that any of that stuff made sense for was Valdez. It made no sense for anybody else that was involved in those conversations so it just seemed like Valdez was trying to uh you know avoid having to fight Stevenson here um and try to get a couple more fights in um at one thirty but uh yeah it's it's gonna be fascinating because I mean obviously Shakur Shakur's gonna come out the betting favorite but uh I, I, we'll, we'll see what Valdez we get. You know, if we get the the Valdez versus Burchell, uh, you know, uh, it's a you know, it's not it's not a fifty fifty fight, but it's probably like a sixty forty fight. You get the Valdez versus uh, Conceição, who's fighting next weekend. Then uh, I, Shakur will just do another. Clean when you say sweep. next
1: weekend? You mean in two weekends?
2: It, J- January 29th, Isn't that
1: okay? Well. Well, yeah. what are you? Are you one
2: of those weirdos that when I say next weekend, you think that's the weekend in four days?
1: Well, say say this weekend versus next weekend. But some people say next weekend as in like the next one.
2: I've never understood that because I like guess this, is, this, this is, yeah. is a Brian
1: Regan joke. <laughs> it, I've that, never
2: yeah, I've never understood that. I'm just like no. What it's this next weekend.
1: one being like the like the yeah? It's oh, like okay. next
2: weekend, which means next week because this weekend is this weekend. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Serrano Katie Taylor is. Uh, it reminds me of.
1: It reminds me of frog protection. Frog
2: protection. <laughs> yeah, we're on the same page. Uh, that undisputed fight looks like it's going to happen. Uh, which the the date rumored for that was also April thirtieth. So I'll be curious to see how they uh, they play that one out. And uh, Canelo Charlo looks like it's getting closer and closer to get be getting done. So at one sixty eight, which is
1: uh, why is there these rumors that uh, Canelo's. Uh, or boxing purists are not going to like Canelo's next opponent. Like if it's Charlo, that's, I don't know if
2: that's just more, I don't know if that's just negotiate, you know, negotiating power to get more money or to, I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, 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 again, I, I agree with the, you know, everyone that's like, oh, Canelo needs to fight these guys, this and that. Like, I, I agree on the other side where it's like, no, no, all these guys that want the Canelo payday, they should go fight each other and prove themselves. Like, he, oh, I, I read the, the funniest tweet was, I forget who it was. I should have wrote it down. was like, yeah, Canelo is not, is not all these guys' stimulus. They need to go out and, like, huh. show that they deserve the Canelo fight, basically. Um, yeah, I like I like I like the Charlo fight. I think, Cano, I think wins, but, um, you know I think Canoa wins, but you know I think Charlo deserves a fight more than Benavides does. But we can yeah, talk I about agree. that another day. So uh, exciting stuff. Cool. Go ahead. Now you're now I'm done. I say I say now are we done with now the I'm one? done now I'm done. Okay okay got it got it. <laughs> Always got to talk about the upcoming fights, bro.
1: Yeah, I just wasn't sure which ones were up. Some point in April. Some point. No date yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime in early 2022. Um anyway, since you always make fun of me. NBA catch and shoot. All right, what do you want to talk about the NBA? Durant's out for 6 weeks with some kind of injury. Uh, you know, what how, Kyrie's back off PTO. Um I guess that's a good starting point. What do you think about the Nets?
2: Uh, they're in trouble. <laughs> James Harden just still doesn't look like James Harden. I don't. I don't Looks I don't like know me, Dad bod. It, which is just crazy as to how he still is just out of shape. But, um, yeah, Durant had six. I, when it happened, I was like, "Oh shit!" It was Saturday night. Um, oh my god, is it Bruce Brown? Yeah, I think Bruce Brown. Um, basically, took. You know was trying to take a charge, got you know, got run into blocking foul, and he just runs into or he just falls into Katie KD, Katie's knee. It looked, it looked exactly like what happened to Anthony Davis a few weeks ago. Um, a lot of Nets fans I'm friends with didn't seem too concerned about it. I'm like, I, I don't know how you don't think that's concerning, what just happened to him. And then it comes out, he's got a sprained MCL, and he's out six weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a problem. I think they're going to fall down the standings because not only are they now working Kyrie and all Road games, but you know he's not there for home games. So it's basically going to be James Harden. And this version of James Harden cannot carry – the Brooklyn Nets. So is if there, I... Is that to do with the rules? The rule change? I don't know what it is, dude. He's just shooting... He's just shooting abysmal from three. He's not gonna... I, I get it. His free throw attempts are down, but, like, I don't know why that's affecting his efficiency. His efficiency is just, is just terrible. He was... At one point, he was shooting, like, 40% from the field, which is just god-awful. God-awful. It's
1: like early 2000s numbers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know yeah i'm 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 worried about him though i can i can tell you that much uh that's my take that's my take on the nets uh i tweeted over the weekend uh joel Embiid is officially he he put himself at the top of the ladder in my book for mvp uh he's got like 11 straight 30 point games he's just a he's just a double double machine at this point and he is just wreaking havoc defensively and i mean now they're only two and a half games out um of of the of the one seed here in the in the east. Uh they he just completely just dominated the Miami Heat um coming off a of back to back last Saturday or on sorry. This this past Saturday night, which was just awesome awesome to watch. Uh their record I mean without if you it's it's unfortunate that they had half the team out on uh, you know with COVID there after they started eight and two. Because they'd be uh, they'd be something crazy right now. Like I bet you, I bet you they'd be they'd be similar if not better than the what the Warriors and the Suns records are. Um, but yeah, I think he's. I, I think that the you know Giannis has slid a little because they're sliding in the standings, and he's you know everybody else, him, Steph, and Durant all have an All Star teammate. Whether or not you, you know, loosely we'll use the word all-star. Oh, actually no, forget that. I, I can't badmouth uh, Middleton anymore. They all have they all have an all-star teammate, and uh, uh, Joel doesn't, and he's to me. Who are he's you there. counting
1: for 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 Steph?
2: Uh, Dr- I mean, Dr- Draymond's going to be an all-star. Oh, okay. That's not no. W- Wiggins might actually <laughs> Wiggins might end up being an all-star. He's like th- yeah. he's like third in voting for uh, for the small forward. So I think he's going to get in. So I I think. Uh, you know, he has been like really good. He has, yeah. I mean, efficiency off the charts. So, I and now Clay's back. So, I just think, I, I just think what Joel is doing, especially when like in theory his second best player hasn't even played a game this year, uh, just putting the team on his back. I think he's clear cut the MVP at this point.
1: Uh, so while you were talking, I looked this up. MVP odds currently: <laughs> Steph Curry is the leader, plus one sixty. Giannis Ananakumpo plus two seventy five. Nikola Jokic plus 600
2: <sighs> vomit.
1: Joel Embiid plus 1000, which is 10 to 1. For you in the uh The tough I kind
2: of I might have you throw a 10 spot on that for me. Uh, See the Here's Katie, here...
1: Katie's plus 1200, Ja Morant plus 1600, DeMar DeRozan plus 3500, and then we rounded out with LeBron at plus 4000 and Luka at plus 6000.
2: Here's here's the hard part about Joel. Is he going to get the games in? Yeah. That's yeah, that's why he was the MVP of the league last year, but he missed 20, 20 plus games with the injury. So, you know, Jokic Jokic got it. So that's what we you know, that's what we have to really think about. And he's only missed games this year cuz of COVID. I mean, he's he hasn't been injured yet. So, uh I figure I again, I you 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 can make cases for all those guys. I just don't know how you make a greater case than uh what Joel's got right right now. Okay. Um uh, what else staring staring at any teams anyone popping your uh your cavies they're making they're flirting with the one seed right now yeah uh how
1: are they doing it i saw garland was back
2: yeah garland's been outstanding man uh i i think i think we've now seen that he's just so much better without sexton so i i don't know how they get off i, oh, I don't know it's he co-
1: was the one injured and sex sexton's the one that's injured oh my bad
2: sex is the one that's injured yeah uh I don't know what they do with him in the offseason because, like, nobody wants to take him anyway. Uh, so I I don't know. I can't remember if they extended him or not. Um, I don't, you know, obviously I don't pay too much attention to the to the Cavaliers. But, dude, Mobley's back. Uh, him and Jared Allen are are doing really well. Marketing's just fitting in great there. Like I said, Kevin Love is, you know, playing basketball again and not just accosting his teammates uh, and having temper tantrums and uh rondo's been okay for them you no know? uh you know losing rubio hurts but you know at least with rondo at least you have some veteran uh leadership there at the point guard spot and as long as he's in a winning situation you know Rondo. did you did you say philly's
1: closing in on the one seed
2: yeah two and a half games out yeah they're like but they're
1: currently in the they're currently the fifth seed they I mean, they're like- two,
2: yeah but they're two, i mean they're two and a half games out <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, so it's Milwaukee in the sixth seed. Everybody's great. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, they, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Before, like you know, the last you know a couple a few weeks ago. The way you six,
1: said it, I thought they were like no, yeah, a few like, a few, a few weeks door. ago they
2: were like six games out from the one seed. So now they're like two and a half. So they've been built. They've okay. been they've been making making ground up. Um, John uh,
1: John Morant's been really good. That's that's news. Um,
2: yeah, we've talked. We've we've talked about the Grizzlies the last couple of weeks. Um,
1: Miami's number one in the East.
2: Yeah, they're they're pretty much, I guess, the healthiest team at this point, right now. I
1: was gonna say, has it been fueled by Jimmy Butler
2: mostly? He's still doing his thing. Like against the Sixers, he had like three points. He I, did that I, typical are they, like.
1: Are they doing the typical like? Just everybody, everybody's chipping approach? in. I mean,
2: listen, Hero. We talked about it uh, at the the mid the mid season uh, review with uh, when Tori came on for the for the two for one. I mean, Hero's been outstanding all year. I mean, he'll probably be sixth man of the year. Yeah, he's just been he's been he's been great, and he's he's the piece that wasn't going last year for them. That now that he's playing really well, I mean they've just been they've just been killed, and they're I I'm not I'm gonna butcher their names, but they've got a lot of contributions from dudes that they picked up in the G League, just off the scrap pile, that are playing like really well. So, uh, Stru- uh,
1: Struis, uh Caleb Martin, D.D. Deadman. Um, I saw Udonis Haslam actually got in a game the other day, and I'm just that's like. Awesome. He's been, he's been getting in a few <laughs> games. Actually,
2: look, I'm like, how's he? How's he? How's he doing it? Um, he's 41. One team to look out for: the Raptors have have won a few games here. Apparently, this is a thing where like teams aren't sending all their starters over to play Canada. So they won like five games in a row where teams just didn't send like half their starters, which is interesting. Wow. Uh, so they've been make they've made some moves up the uh, up the ladder. Uh, Hawks won two in a row, which sucks because I just laugh at the Hawks losing. The Hawks the are
1: in the 12 seed. Toronto's in the 8 <sighs> seed right now.
2: The Hawks are how cra- The Hawks are three games, three games out from the play-in, not not the playoffs from the play-in. Sheesh. Yeah. And uh, what, what's going on out west? Anybody? I mean, I, I the Lakers. Even though it came out, his job is still in jeopardy. The Lakers. Or thank God the Jazz suck. Or Frank Vogel wouldn't have a job um, today. Yeah. But that's their, you know, to me. It's yeah. The, I mean,
1: I I got nothing to touch on out there.
2: Yeah. I mean, we talk, we've, 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 I've raved about the Grizzlies the last, uh, the last couple of weeks. I mean, the only, the only, the only, the only team to take a look at now is Dallas. Now that Luke is back, they've, uh, they had won six in a row. I think they lost to the Knicks, and now they've won three in a row. So they're, they, they're, they're making, making some noise. Um, yeah, they're in the five seed. Yeah. Golden State's a little banged up. So Phoenix is, uh, is getting separation, but I, I still think those two they'll they'll still be the one in the two seed. I think I think Memphis will fade fade a little bit here. And like I said, the the Jazz are they just they. I was trying to I was talking. Well, I think I texted you and Tori, but I also texted our buddy Lou, who's a big Celtic fan. I was like, how do we get Rudy Gobert and Mike Connolly to the Celtics for Jalen Brown and like just stuff? And Lou's like, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. They just shoot bunch of threes, man, and they're like, like they rely on Jordan Clarkson to win games. I'm just like, whatever. Mitchell, I don't know. I was watching the Laker game. I haven't really watched the Jazz all year. They were playing the Lakers the other night, and like, dudes, just like chucking up forty footers and missing them. I'm like, you want to like attack the basket against like the worst defense in the league, and like this team's struggling, and you're they 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 allowed the Lakers to go on like a thirteen zero run. Where Stanley Johnson, who's on his third 10-day contract, is, like, bullying Rudy Gobert. I'm like, huh. you guys suck. Like, you realize, like, do you guys realize, like, you're all going to get traded in the offseason here? And this is this experiment's done? Like, cowards. Horsens. 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 The um, Knicks right. got the trade. What, Knicks, Knicks for Clicks? Knicks for Clicks. Yeah, let's get some Knicks for Clicks. The Knicks trade Kevin Knox in a uh, top 18 protected first-round pick for uh, for Cam Reddish.
1: Huge. Cam Reddish. Huge addition. Huge. I hope the sarcasm comes through. <laughs> um, I, I,
2: I hope he goes on, like, a tear and just starts, like, dropping, like, 15 a game, and he's, like, the secret piece just so your brother can could not be like I'll, I'll be whiny about it <laughs> i could just could just be happy like this we had a funny exchange about michael porter jr i'm just like bro like i i don't know what to tell you <laughs> the 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 nuggets uh you, you have the same record as this you have the same record as the nugget as the nuggets right now and they have michael porter jr and you don't i would you i don't i don't i don't really i don't really know <laughs> I don't
1: know what to tell you guys other than it was the most NBA fan conversation. Well there's they should have drafted this guy and this should have happened and if that would've happened, this would've it's like a, okay. Anyway, you know, can we get You Saved, get to the you NHL? saved
2: yourself two hundred million dollars.
1: Yeah. Let's get to the NHL half clappers and moving this along. Um not I, not a ton for me to talk about, you know, I, I watch what I can, I'm watching hockey right now. Um but <clears throat> what I'll say is that um the NHL did recently uh rejigger the schedule here uh 95 games from february 7th to february 22nd which was originally the olympic break um you know nobody wanted to go to china amidst all the covid nonsense and get locked down in friggin china so the olympics aren't happening i'm not mad about it um so they 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 rejiggered the schedule to to get the games in and they're still going to keep the the same uh end of season day which I think is like April 29th. Um I well, you got to circle this on the calendar. February 17th there's going to be 10 games. That's that's like the busiest day. We got to like hunker down and put a bunch of hockey bets in that day. That'll be fun. I I I hope they I don't know what day of the week that is. I hope I hope it's like a Saturday and I hope that it just goes all day. That would be cool. Um, nice yeah well february 17th we'll circle that um other than that i mean um just again we'll just same thing looking at the standings uh the rangers are on on a tear um you know the penguins are are, go go new york
0: rangers go go new york rangers um Oh,
1: oh, oh, let's go! <coughs> isn't that isn't that the Rangers' gold thing?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: oh. um. <clears throat> anyway, the uh, <coughs> a little oh, a little tickle
2: in my throat. Sorry, buddy.
1: Yeah, uh, the the Penguins are 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 balling out. Uh, they're fun to watch. Um, um, not much else craziness in the East. The West just continues to amaze me. Colorado, the cream is rising um nashville is in a playoff position coming out of nowhere i expected st louis to be good um i expected chicago to be good and may, maybe they go on a tell a tear later but they're at minus 31 uh gold differential so eek they're they're in seventh in their division so they're 7th they they're not doing well um and then that pacific division just continues to confuse um i mean we all expected vegas to be good but then, like the Kings, like Jonathan Quick has been resurrected. Like he has good numbers. Um, they're in second. Anaheim is tied with them. Anaheim is a little bit ahead of schedule on their rebuild. Um, San Jose's right there at a wild card spot. But like Edmonton, so so San Jose is in wild card position of forty four points. Edmonton is in seventh in their division at thirty eight points. What the heck is going on? No, I mean now granted Canada keeps like shutting down games and stuff. Cause Canada is one of the most cautious countries out there right now with, with COVID um, considering the UK just uh, lifted all mandates for all COVID related everything like today or yesterday or something. Um, so yeah, like Edmonton, like what are you guys doing? You have the best player in the league and you just, you're, you're at least three games out of the playoffs. Um, now there again, there are games in hand, but come on, jeez, uh, it's get just. With it. I, I I hope they just either trade McDavid or Dreisaitl. Or just get them the hell out of there. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I mean, keeping an eye on all this as it as it happens. I mean, the NHL playoffs are the best. So, um, that's all I got. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, moving along, um, we did come out with the, uh, go for two episode six. It was a lot of fun. A lot of good so stuff much on fun. there. Um,
2: a lot of food and woodwork references.
1: Yes. Yeah. Focaccia bread. Um, but we, um, we are, let's just pick up the mantle of the NFL second and short and, uh, go after it a little bit. But, um, Drew, what did you say you wanted to cover the spread? Uh, yeah,
2: so there we else? did. So we, I mean, we recapped the weekend that was uh, in the wild card uh, weekend of the NFL, and then we did the divisional preview. So I thought quickly, just so we talk on it a little bit, just the winner, who we thought the winner and loser were of, of the wild card weekend, and then kind of go over the spreads of the game, since uh, I, I felt like you didn't really get to give your thoughts on some of the point spreads. But uh, should we should we recap the best part of the pod?
1: Uh, yeah, go ahead. I haven't called the song
2: Broke of my generation. The Yeah, me. Oh, hold on, here we go. In the, in
0: the
2: Our tribute to Big Ben's.
0: I will remember you. Will you remember me? Big Ben, you got the ball out fast. Two-yard passes in our memories. Remember the good times that we had. One playoff win in the last ten years. You may have done that thing without permission, but we still love you in our memories. Do you remember... The 06 Super Bowl, yes Ben, that's the one you stole, don't let those first down sticks make a difference, weep not for Tomlin's job future, so afraid to love you, but more afraid of your picks, we had Troy A.B. and Le'Veon, but still no chips, The last decade was a darkness Deep and endless night You gave me everything you had Oh, you gave me the The light light. Will you remember me? I will remember you Don't let your life
2: pass
0: you you by Weep not for good
2: Oh, Ben. Oh, baby. Good old Ben. We love you, Ben. <laughs> so, good. Some, de-
1: some of your best work on it. I, d- on I definitely podcast. haven't
2: listened to it like 30 times today. Definitely not. <laughs> de- de- <laughs> I am mad, though. I should have said, don't let the first down sticks matter. Those first down sticks don't matter. And then Tomlin's job future, like matter, future, a little better than uh, what I did. But it's all right, you know. Just slinging it on the reel here. Uh, an, artist,
1: an artist is always their uh, worst, worst
2: That's right, you know, always their worst, worst critic, man. Uh, it was great stuff, though. I had a lot of fun uh, writing that song. Uh, what are your, before we get into the weekend that was, uh, fi- final thoughts on Big Ben, Tomlin, the Steelers? I just,
1: so, like, there's just been veiled shots by Tomlin, uh, like, complaining about Big Ben's lack of mobility, and he's like, oh, you know... Uh, Matt Canada, he's he, he's coming back next year. He's, uh, you know, he he, he was. Uh, people don't really know. But he, there were some things he was he had to go go through or deal with, and he's he you know his system basically. He's beating around the bush, saying that Matt Canada's system will look totally different with a more mobile quarterback, which is just be like watch the league. Like nobody's system looks like this. It looks ridiculous. Like, the, the receivers aren't magically going to start getting separation. The offensive line isn't going to magically get better. Like, now, granted, the Steelers should have a ton of cap space. But, like, and, like, so they should have an improved roster, no doubt. But, like, that doesn't mean Matt Canada is going to be better. Matt Canada's is still going to suck. Like, Tomlin, like, the, the standard is the standard. All right, well, I guess the standard is now that, like, we aim to be at 500 or better and go and, like, hopefully make the playoffs and then go get our shit handed to us for like what 36 <laughs> points 45 points 40 48 points 42 points that's what we go do in the playoffs so not great yay yay, yay. hey
0: hey, hey and, guys and hey. i'm just
1: like why is ownership just okay with this like like the standard is the standard like the standard is is just try and be above 500 try and make the playoffs and then go and then just go get what, like what are we doing? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Um But the the other winners and losers. Um yeah, who was
2: your who was your who was your big winner of the weekend?
1: Uh all of a sudden player I, team, whatever you want to do.
0: I, I would say all joke. of a
1: sudden the Bills uh like if you if you're saying you're taking the Bills to the Super Bowl coming out of that weekend, like that's kind of like not laughable. Like that's kind of like believable at this point. Same thing with the Rams, like they just like, were so dominant, it was, like, if you were like, yeah, I'm taking the Rams to the Super Bowl, then that, you'd be like, oh, okay. Um, I, I I think the, I'd say a loser was Jalen Hurts, just because, like,
0: <laughs>
1: dude, like, it, again, it was like a Mike, it was like a Steelers situation. Like, it's so obvious that the quarterback is holding them back, it just like the Steelers. Like, it's so obvious that whatever, offensive system they're running that was another thing with the Steelers like all of the players were like yeah when Big Ben got the call his own plays in the no huddle that's that was our best offense it's like yeah no shit like when we run normal plays and like the Eagles just don't run normal plays because they're just trying to make up for hurts like not being able to make normal throws and every time they would try to do a normal play and he would have all the time in the world he just couldn't make the th- like his throwing motion is I it ha- has me worried for his long-term prospects yeah
2: like like, it's, like I'm not, it's not. I'm not even worried about his. Oh God, yeah. I don't know. His mechanics don't. It's not. I think I was trying to say it last night. Like he has a big uh,
1: windup. Like he's he's like he's he's not the Byron Leftwich line, line windup up but like that ball comes pretty damn low. Yeah.
2: Uh. That's probably
1: why he doesn't throw a great deep ball. But to me, it's just his lack of. Like, you and that I, deep ball. I, I noticed that uh, listening back to the episode. He's the like, worst. Yeah, so he's so deep ball. The deep ball.
2: Yeah, well he's he's the how about, worst. How about just
1: how about, how about just like a 15-yard out? Well, like, I, that that's route. fair too,
2: but when you when you when you draft uh Devonta Smith, like you probably need a guy that can throw the ball more than 10 yards. Uh yeah, he statistically Teddy gave us that stat a couple of times. He statistically is the worst quarterback thrown over 20 yards. Over 20 yards. Yeah, yeah. over 20 yards. Uh like to me like processing in for me, like I just I don't know how you how how you improve that skill set. Like you either have it or you don't. I just I always feel guys that are make it break it or more. They have like a that was know, like Vince Young, man. Yeah, like well, yeah, like well, no, like even Vince Young, I thought it was just mechanics. Like he he just couldn't fix that stupid nah, like
1: that was that was it was mechanics, but also his inability to process the information, like just exposed his mechanics.
2: Okay, yeah, I mean that's yeah, like I that's fine, that's fine. Uh like to me Josh Allen like Josh Allen it was mechanics his first couple couple years. Like I didn't yeah. think you know, I like and his decision making, which is decision making albeit this weekend he was phenomenal. Like he still throws some of those mind blowing picks that you're like, what are you doing, bro? Um but like reading the defense going through the I don't know. I, that's where I am what hurts. Uh I would agree. I I'm gonna change I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna say the Cowboys organization probably mainly Dak are the losers of the weekend. Dak, for all, all intents and purposes, Dak's like, you know, everybody loves the guy. People don't want you. You're, you were going at me two weeks ago. but I, no Dak, I, I love Dak. Yeah, no Dak slander. And then afterwards, he's basically condoning the Cowboy fans throwing, uh, <laughs> throwing shit at the referees after the game. Yeah, that was stupid. Uh, yeah. Um, and which is he was not only that blaming the referees when he just he, – he made you a, guys
1: made the stupid play call,
2: yeah. And it, he not only was it a stupid play call, but he executed it poorly. And the team had 15 penalties and were undisciplined, that's why they lost the game. To the point, I, I think I, I said it last night. I was impressed that Cowboy Nation was we don't want to hear that shit, like we lost because we didn't execute, we had 15 penalties, and we couldn't do anything. Um, and for the team in general, like. This was their time, like that window is closing. Like we were joking about the Titans' window being a couple of years, but I mean the Cowboys, you know, for years now. What are we going on year five? Where they had Dak and Zeke, and now they have they keep getting all these great players individually, and they just they can't win the AFC. I, I, don't,
1: I don't think it's closed yet. I think Zeke's window's closing, but the like they got a, a talented young defense. Um, None of their none of their receivers are slowing down like the emergence of Dalton Schultz has been Well great. I mean
2: Coop, well I mean Cooper's Cooper's going to slow down. They're not going to Gallops out. They're not going to be signed. How him. old's
1: Amari Cooper? Like 29? Probably. He's he's he always okay, gets so nicked like in, in up. Like, in, like, he always get, yeah, but he's he's an injury prone guy. Yeah, but that's a di- there's a difference between tra- like penciling him in for maybe oh, yeah, okay. games all versus all right. like right. him enough. slowing down. Like Zeke has miles on him. Like even if he's healthy, like he's probably not going to be the same player.
2: Yeah. I'm with it, uh, they're bringing a card. McCart- I don't know. They've to me like they're a team that should have at least but like
1: Pollard's young and like Pollard's. I mean, I guess he's, he's. They're gonna
2: have to pay him. I don't know how you pay him and Zeke. Some team's gonna give him a big contract here. You think? Yeah, oh, some team's gonna give him a contract. Oh, well, I think so. Um, With the
1: way running backs are, I don't think he'll get that big. I, I
2: mean, well, I'm not saying he's going to get a 50 million dollar deal, but I, I think a team will pay him to be a starter versus what you the Cowboys so? will pay him to be a
1: backup. Yeah, maybe you, yeah, maybe you don't think the Bills
2: would 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 pay him starter money.
1: I don't know, especially don't if know. they don't
2: get past the Chiefs here. I don't, I don't know. know. I I just this this the fact that this team hasn't even been to a conference championship game in the last four years is just embarrassing. It's not good.
1: Co- it's actually worse than what the Steelers are doing. Like, it is. It is because at least because because they've you know
2: they they've got all these young guys they they had the perfect situation. They haven't won, where...
1: a, they haven't won a playoff game in 25 years. So yeah. and they and they've had a lot of good no they games. had they've
2: won a play, that's they've won a playoff game they just haven't gotten to a conference finals they beat uh they beat Seattle a couple years ago when the, the they just kept the Seattle just kept running the ball and running the ball and wouldn't let Russ cook and then they got absolutely destroyed by uh, who did the Rams Falk or not Falk. Um, Gurley didn't even play. <laughs> the back, the backup came off the couch and ran for like 300 yards in the Cowboys. I can't believe I'm forgetting who this was. Fuck me. Anyway, uh, so they have won. They just haven't gotten to a, a conference championship here.
1: But yeah, really? they're my
2: loser of the weekend. And uh, yeah, to me, yeah, Josh Allen is is the winner. I think uh, you know the Bills. I think in the AFC have the biggest monkey on their back to. To get to the Super Bowl this year, and uh, he came out five touchdowns, wasn't taking any shit from the from the Patriots' defense that's given him a little bit of problems this year, and uh, yeah, it, they they made a statement, so they're 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 coming for Kansas City this
0: weekend. Why
1: did I why did I see that the Dallas was twenty five years? Oh, uh,
0: that's not right. What? Yeah, they 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 definitely that's beat right.
1: Seattle. Where, why did I see that? Where, what are, I, what think the con- I think it's the I think
2: I think it's the conference champion, the NFC championship I gotcha. game. Yeah, they definitely beat Seattle cuz I remember the whole that was like this close game and like Seattle like Carroll just refused to like throw the ball. He just kept running like 2-yard like 2-yard two 2-yard two clips with uh what's his face? Um who's the running back? The the, the guy with the C, starts with a C. I'm just For so what, old what now. Team? On Seattle.
1: Uh Chris Carson?
2: Yeah, Chris Carson. Sorry, yeah, I'm just old and I'm stupid now, but yeah, him, like him and Penny, <laughs> it was like, all right, hand off two yards, hand off two yards, all right, hand off. We're we're either getting to a first down or we're punting on on fourth and three. So it was just like, are you you guys gonna throw the ball with Russ at all here today, or what are, what are you doing? Yeah. So, all right, let's get to this weekend. Some spreadsies. Uh, four thirty on Saturday. We got Bengals visiting the Titans. Uh, Titans right now are three and a half favorites. Man, how do you how do you like the spread for this one?
1: Uh, hold on, let me get to it. The the Three and a half is yeah. are favorite. Yeah. Um. Mm, I'm gonna take the
2: Titans. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna take the uh, Titans as well. I,
1: I think I think it's close for a while, and I think the Titans score a couple in the second half to widen that.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think I think Henry breaks one and uh and gets the game to like ten. Maybe maybe the Bengals scramble and score 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 late, but uh I I think the Titans are gonna, are gonna come out and win that game as well. Uh eight fifteen on Saturday. Uh Niners, the bang bang, Niner gang. Bang, bang, niner gang. Uh go into the tundra minus or there uh 6. point dogs against the packers.
1: Huh, man. My my You you
2: think Rodgers is going to blow this team out. I can feel it. I can sense it from what you said last night and what you're doing here.
1: I, well, that's what my brain tells me.
2: What does that, your that... heart tell you?
1: <laughs> my uh
2: Aaron is alive.
1: My gut tells me that it's going to something weird with Mason Crosby's going to happen. That's what my gut tells me. Like or like maybe not weird, but like maybe Mason Crosby hits the game-winning field goal or something. That's what my gut tells me. So, I'm going to actually go with my head and say that the Packers cover and ignore my gut.
2: Okay. All right. Uh I'm going to take I'm going to take the Niners. I think uh I think the Niners have the game are in control of the game and I think Jimmy just Misses a play, just whether it's an interception or just misses a throw that could put that could put the uh the Packers away. I I think that happens, and then Rodgers goes down and scores uh scores scores late. Um, and they don't they don't cover the six, but they get the uh get the win. I think
1: that's what I originally said on the on the pod, right?
2: I I don't listen to when you talk, you know that, so
1: yeah, uh, that is what I said, but uh, yeah, no, I'll say the Packers cover,
2: okay uh sunday three o'clock this is my game of the week uh stafford and the rams heading down to buccaneers land in tampa bay uh tampa bay's three and a half point favorite right now um yeah i'm i'm taking the
1: rams i think the rams actually win this game so i'll take the rams with the points for sure
2: i agree i think the rams win and i don't think it's relatively close I think really? that defense, I, I just think that defense, man, And again, you know, our buddy Goff made up, made a great point. It might've just been the Cardinals and they're not really as, as good as they looked on Monday night, but they just look so dominant. Like, and that's, you know, that's, that's the one thing that with Brady, like if you can get to him with your, with just your, your D line and not having a blitz, you know, you can have success against them. And I, it's not, the Eagles. The Eagles defense is nowhere near the talent of the Rams. And despite, the score and how the game looked like that defense got to Brady a few times. And, uh, you know, you put, you put Sue and, uh, <laughs> not Sue. Sorry. Um, Aaron what's Donald. his name? Von, Von Miller and Aaron Donald, uh, up, up against that line. Uh, I don't know, man. I think, uh, yeah, I think the Rams are gonna, gonna run away with this one. Gotcha. Uh, six thirty Sunday. And that's the other, what a, another great game. We got the bills. They're heading to Kansas city. Ooh, this moved down. The chiefs are only one and a half point. They think they think it was two and a half last night. Okay. Uh, one and a half point favorites.
1: Uh, I got the bills winning. It's so I'll take the points. Um, uh, I just, this could be an all time great playoff matchup on,
2: at least it looks like it on paper, uh, yeah, on paper. Yeah. I mean, we thought we were getting that in the AFC championship game last year and it, <laughs> It it just was not. Um I think the I picked the Chiefs for our bracket buster and just last night to you know, be devil's advocates so we all we all we all weren't riding the Bills Mafia bandwagon, but I I'll take the i I'll just take the Bills getting the points here. Okay. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um so uh on that note, let's go to the parlay and I'll just jump straight on that because the o oh, I'm gonna take the over in that game.
0: Ah, my- you
2: mother effer.
1: 54 and a half. Bills you chiefs. You suck. I, I I think is that that's uh, that's obviously what you were going to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: that's okay. That's okay. Um oh, hockey fight. Let's go Rams.
1: Okay. Let's With go po- Rams. Oh, let's take the points.
2: Yeah, Let's take the points. Uh no. No. Money line. Let's go money line. Okay. Let's get why. Did we cover last week? Um, Niners covered. N- I can't remember the, the hockey. Cover,
1: the, the hockey game did not. Um, Damn. I was gonna. That, I was gonna take Colorado outright, um, but then it was like a bunch of. It was like a back to back situation, and I was like, eh, let me just take." They ended up winning like four nothing, and, and I was like, "Well, that's what I get for taking a team who sucks as part of an over." So, um, yeah, that's uh, we we lost.
2: Well, that's upsetting. It's okay though.
1: Yeah. Uh it's so okay. th- so we got what? The Rams. Uh, two Sunday games then. Two Sunday uh uh football,
2: football games. games. Yeah, yeah, man.
1: Sweet. All right. Lock it up.
2: Lock it up. You lock it up.
1: All right, close out beer one here.
2: Love it. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pour myself a shot before I fill myself a second glass here. Let's let's get let's get frisky.
1: Okay. Uh Got my ready? second beer. Let me let me know when you're ready.
2: Alright, buddy, let's do
1: it. Three, two, one. Take that shot, Drew.
0: Ooh.
2: I just gave you the uh the table cheers there, bro. Oh
1: I heard it. It was great. Good good sound effects by you.
2: Oh that 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 clears the sinuses, bro. Oh god, I got some hair on my chest. I can feel it growing right now
1: um i guess the whiskey's not all that smooth or the uh tequila not all that smooth
2: Ah, oh, it is smooth but it always it always puts hair on the chest man
1: um i got a uh 12 ouncer nugget nectar
2: let's do
0: it let's go let's go
1: yeah baby um all right so let's go
0: baby
1: first thing in uh beer two is they finally released a what just a little one minute teaser of uh, releasing re- the
2: ti- it took four years to come up with a title.
1: With a title, uh, and you could tell, super creative. They put a lot of time and effort into this.
2: <laughs> we're referring to ring. Amazon. So we're referring to Amazon's uh, TV series that they're doing on the Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, and uh, they're going to call it the Rings of Power, because um, it's all about like how the ring was made. And so, sure enough, the Rings of Power. Wow, I mean, blown away by that creative title.
2: <laughs> yeah the trailer got me pumped though bro uh, I'm not gonna lie as simple as it all, all it was was basically the forging of the rings and uh the basically the um I don't know what you would call it but the reciting of the you know this many rings to the elves this many rings to the dwarves this many rings to man who are doomed who are doomed to <laughs> die uh yeah it's apparently the pre- the premise is gonna take place during the uh the second age when uh um, sorry. When when Sauron uh forges the rings, and that's all I have on what the story is going to be about. But yeah, you know, it's supposed to debut sometime septem- in
1: 2022. No,
2: September September 2022, bro. I'm just screwing with you. Yeah, I, I I I I give months and dates here when I when I release breaking news. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pumped though. Breaking news, huh? i have been on waiting. Amazon. I... So uh, yeah, I've
1: been, wait- that, I've been waiting
2: three years for this thing, like that novel you've been working on. Uh
1: that's cool. Um I uh yeah, my novel's dropping also September of 22. But um no, I'm excited. I I mean, the last time we got any Lord, uh Lord of the Rings universe content obviously was um, The Hobbit, right? <clears throat> the Hobbit. Uh I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but we went to King of Prussia because it had yes, the, the IMAX, the HDR and the high frame rate, so it was, or no, I'm sorry, the, not the HDR. It was the IMAX, the 3D, and the high frame rate. Um, yeah, thought the, there, there was only like three theaters on the East Coast, and one of them was King of Prussia that that had all three of those technologies merged into one. Um, and I, I'm I'm a little bit of a junkie for like, I guess screen tech, like vi- like I, film technology like that. Like when Avatar first came out, that was like. Which they had like goofy 3D stuff like in the 70s and 80s and crap, but <clears throat> like the actual like James Cameron developed 3D. I I thought Avatar was such a dog shit movie, but I went and saw it twice in theaters.
2: <laughs> such a dog shit, movie, but I saw it twice. I hey, went, got I, my mo- James Cameron got my money twice. Oh,
1: I, like the technology. I was like, oh my god. I'm like, uh, this you is, you dig this you dig Visually r- stunning.
2: You would dig the the ride down in Disney. It's 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 insane.
1: Um so when they did this, uh again, this was um old Peter Jackson. He's like, Yeah, we're we're gonna do it in three D and IMAX, and we're gonna use this high frame rate stuff to, to make the picture look smoother. Yeah. I it, I was gonna, it was
2: it was insane. I thought I was gonna throw up when we watched the first one. Yeah, it was so it, good. It was oh. moving around so quickly.
1: <laughs> um and uh, so I've, I'm very interested to see if this has anything. I mean, on on streaming, I would I would just anticipate it's just like high definition 4K, like very high quality 4K. I yeah. I, I haven't read anything about it from that perspective. Um, is it is Peter Jackson doing it?
2: I I was trying to IMDb it real quick. I, that I don't know. There's no um. There's definitely. Do we
1: know where it was filmed? Was it filmed in New Zealand? I don't know.
2: There's no cat. Or no, let's see. What the good riot? are you for? I'm not. There's no. There's nobody of any value. No, sorry. That, that that's mean. There's no like big name people that are in it. Um, that I can see on IMDb. The it's directed by Wayne Yip, J. A. Bayana, and Charlotte Bronstrom. I don't know how that is. Uh, writers. Uh, I don't see. No, I don't see Peter Jackson. Pippin,
1: Mary. Yeah, no, I don't think so.
2: Don't, September oh, September 2nd, 2022 is the official air date. Uh, looks like it's going to be first. Uh, the first season going to be eight episodes. Yes, it did film in New Zealand. Cool. New Zealand and the, yeah. Uh, there's something written in Ukrainian, which I should be able to make out at this point, but I can't. Cool. All right. Um, 16.9 HD. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I don't know. I'm looking at the tech steps or tech tech specs for you.
1: Nah, that's cool. All right, let's. That's enough. I don't care about it that much. That's okay. not true. I, I really do care about it that much.
2: Yeah, well, don't watch it then, Dick.
1: Um, are we can have a watch party. <laughs> Ooh, I like that idea. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, th- that being said, moving on to guess what else is coming out. Ozark this weekend. Ozark, Marty th- Bird. Th- not next weekend. This weekend,
2: Friday to be exact. Depending Marty, on whether or not you can Marty Friday Bird. The
1: Marty and Wendy Bird.
2: <sighs> <laughs> quick I'm aside. Excited.
1: Quick aside. When COVID lockdown first hit, and we were all locked in our houses, I had this robin, this bird that would not stop just pooping. <laughs> all over my wife's minivan and i was out there twice a day washing my wife's minivan so that the this bird's poop which is what not eat away at the paint of the minivan and my i was just using that um uh dar what's her name darlene that was using that darlene's uh accent mart i got I'm, i gotta get that marty bird i had my bb <laughs> gun out there trying to shoot it and everything and it was it was awful yeah
2: kill a defenseless bird tough guy a tough guy move uh,
1: listen, it's a menace to society. It's out here. If uh, it's gonna cost me a three thousand dollar paint job, I'll freaking shoot it in its face with a BB
2: gun.
0: <laughs> F- oh, fi- 50,
1: 50 bucks for a BB gun is three thousand uh, dollars for a
2: paint job. Yeah, I- I'm excited. This is so. This is gonna. This is the final season. They're splitting it up into two parts. I believe it's either seven or eight episodes apart. I want to say it's eight. Uh, we last we last left off. Uh, in season three, we met the wife's. Uh, sorry, I'm about to sneeze here. What was his wife's <laughs> name again? Wendy. Wendy. Bur- oh, this. Oh, this is. A, this thing's lingering. Oh man. If uh, you're ever
1: about to sneeze, <laughs> think of a white horse, and it'll go away. Think of Shadowfax, just running in a field. It'll go away.
2: What that that that, that weirdly worked. Is that a real thing or?
1: It is a real. I don't, somebody told me that years ago. If you're about to sneeze, think of a white horse. It'll go away.
2: All right. Well, it went away. Uh... Yeah, so Wendy – we met Wendy's uh, psychotic bipolar brother uh, who came into the picture as yeah. they're starting to expand their role with the cartel from just doing straight-up money laundering uh, now on – from first they started you know, local businesses in the Ozarks, mainly the hotel. Uh, then they moved into the Riverboat Casino. And now they're starting to get way more political and trying to basically become the uh, <laughs> the financial the financial planners of uh, you know of this uh, this maniacal uh, head of the of the cartel uh, through his through his lawyer uh, back in back in the Ozarks. Uh, the season ends with uh, her brother just going off his meds as he's dating. What's the girl's name again? Which one? uh the, the the young girl who's working with marty oh the blonde um i know so unprepared for this uh <laughs> there's just that, that, that's that's that bad side of binging all these shows i forget everybody's uh
0: i forget i was
1: listening to someone else on the radio who said the same thing they were like i forget I just, every. i
2: just forget everybody's names um
1: uh you're oh not charlotte not the daughter no, Char- ruth, i was gonna ruth, say ruth, charlotte's ruth daughter
2: so that's why ruth, i always forget yeah. uh ruth sorry ruth uh so Ruth root State and the brother, but then he goes off his pit he goes off his 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 medication uh, is base it's basically calling the cops and uh, the cartel themselves saying uh <laughs> trying to basically turn everybody in and causing problems to the point where wendy Wendy basically has to give him up to the cartel to kill him, which is yeah, just
1: kill her own brother
2: yeah. hell of an episode the meme the meme I'll never forget that meme of that uh, of the brother it's like oh I like this guy. yeah, he's starting to wean on me dude put down the phone seriously put down the phone i'm gonna call the cartel myself to kill this motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) that one episode that was so good um and then to the point now that you can tell there's friction between marty and wendy everyone's goals are all up uh and then it ends the season ends with them flying to i guess is it Colombia or mexico i think it's Colombia. I um, thought
1: it was Mexico. Yeah, oh, maybe it's Mexico.
2: Okay, so they, they fly out to Mexico in a private jet with the uh, attorney, and as they're getting out of the car to go meet with the uh, the Don... Uh, you you just see one of the henchmen come up from behind and you just assume you don't know who they're going to shoot and they end up actually shooting the lawyer in the head and b- her brains just go all over them and the, the Don just goes and hugs him and says welcome to Mexico we're going to do big things together uh, as Marty and Wendy try to financially make it be his financial plan, planner with trust and all kinds of wealth skipping uh tools to basically to basically where he can no, he no longer has to deal with the with the illegal crime in mexico and can just live fat off uh off of their planning tips the other the other story that was going on was the uh the kansas city mob uh they basically marty told them to go fuck themselves and somehow uh darlene uh, blew off the cock of the uh, the son of the head of the Kansas City mob in the parking oh, yeah. lot, which was just hilarious. She because he beat the shit out of Ruth and uh, trying. She you know she's sleeping with Ruth's brother and uh, what was his name? Something Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, she's sleeping with Wyatt, which is just hilarious. And to basically try to gain his trust and then Ruth's trust, she just goes and blows off his uh, his hoo ha. And she cuts a deal with the Kansas City Mafia that they're going to help her with the uh, the distribution of the opium. So that's where season three ended. Uh, I- I've tried to avoid uh, the trailers for season four because I'm trying to get a little bit better at you know being surprised and not seeing all the good clips. I don't know where it's going to go. I, that that FBI that FBI agent uh, that was somewhat working with Marty, uh, she's still floating
0: around. <sighs>
2: I, what I'd like to see happen is I'd like to see, in a perfect world, Darlene just goes batshit crazy and just traps everyone in her opium field and lights it on fire and kills everybody in the Ozarks that's involved. Um, but, uh, you know, I think what we're going to end up seeing is uh, wh- either Marty or Wendy have to die, if not both. I was going to say,
1: who do, who do we think is going to die is, like, the biggest <sighs> thing?
2: Oh, man. I... I'm just gonna say Wendy because I hate her. I, I I want Marty. Marty just wanted to get out of this two seasons ago. It was like we're flying to Australia, and she just refused to do it because she, she felt the power. She got power hungry. And uh, Jonah,
1: I, the son, I feel like he's he's. I feel like he's finally starting to come out of his shell and get some friends. And I feel like either him
2: or um, Charlotte, Charlotte, one of them might die. Um, Here's how it'll go: if Wendy dies. Jonah will also die if Marty dies Charlotte will die they'll swap it out there somehow One of the kids will die first, and whichever gender of the kid dies the opposite will die of the parents that's that's what I'm going with here
1: yeah that um I think I, Ruth I, I think Ruth, I want and Wyatt- Ruth to I want Ruth to find love like she deserves it she just she just deserves a big old hunk, hunk of man and just you <laughs> know someone who could actually not and i I have this bad feeling that like. Marty and her are gonna like get it on and I don't like no, she does no way she, that's not she just
2: de- she deserves someone way manlier than Marty <laughs> how dare you uh I, I I think I think that Ruth and Wyatt are gonna somehow end up owning the opium field and the farm Darlene yeah. Darlene's gonna bite the dust here somehow somehow there's gonna be a big sh- a big shakedown between the cartel Marty Wendy the Kansas City mafia and and Darlene and a bunch of people are going to die, and somehow Ruth, Ruth, and or Wyatt will end up with that farm, and then the drugs, and live happily ever after. Like they're they're they're, what they're if, the what ones. What if that...
1: all the all the like uh, like what if Marty, Wendy, and um, Darlene all end up dying, and then Wyatt inherits the opium field, and Ruth inherits the riverboat, and then they become like rivals. Uh
2: that's that's interesting I don't okay. know listen I don't
1: know about the plot. I just want I want Ruth to find a man that could actually <laughs> satisfy her. I want I want Wyatt to get out from that underneath that hag and get someone his own age. Uh, and I want the riverboat to sink and I want Marty and/ or Wendy to, to die. And I want the cartel to get blown up too. They're just annoying. And Jonah needs to like put his bow and arrow away.
2: (laughs) Uh, I like it, man. I like it. Uh, It'll it'll be interesting to see where they cut it off here, like how they how they leave this uh, eighth episode open. I do. uh, We probably seven and seven. We, oh, seven and seven. Yeah. I don't know that we'll cover it next week. We, we have to, well, maybe we will. We either, we either have to record early or late next week. Uh, so we will either, we'll either, be dropping an episode on Wednesday or Friday. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, What do you got like going to, on? Watch, what's that? What do you got going on? Hitting up uh Marquette game Wednesday night with, uh, the Al Cooley. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Thanks for the invite.
2: So, uh, I don't like you. Um, I'd like to watch one episode a day. Words just so hurt, Drew. Okay, I know. I would like. I'd like, I'd like to spread it. I'd like to spread it out so I can enjoy it. Uh, I've been trying to do that with with shows uh, here recently, but but we shall see. So yeah. So Friday, I uh, maybe it'll drop if it drops third. T- if it drops tomorrow, we're not reviewing
1: I, the whole season next week. We'll, no, no, we'll no, Give no, us no, a couple no. weeks. Yeah,
2: yeah. So we can enjoy it. But uh, yeah, if it drops tomorrow like at midnight, then uh, I'll be all over that shit. <laughs>
1: It will be it tomorrow at midnight.
2: Okay. Well, sometimes sometimes it's 2 a.m. because of the West Coast thing. Ah,
1: okay. Gotcha. So, but we'll see. You never know. Got it. Um, All right. And then just to, to wrap up here, um, the last thing we wanted to talk about was Drew gave me an assignment. He said, go watch this show, C, because he loves it. And so Bubba Voss. the non-spoiler version is, yeah. It's, I'll give it's, it to I'll I'll, I'll take it. Okay, I was gonna go ahead, but sure, go ahead, Well, man.
2: the premise of the show: in the twenty-first century, a virus wiped out all but two million two million people. Uh, of that two million people, that everyone anyone that survived lost their sense of sight. Uh, the show takes place. You eventually find out throughout the first season. It's five hundred years later, and uh where society has found new ways to socially interact build hunt and survive without vision uh the concept of vision has become basically a myth and any 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 mention of of sight or people that are thought to have sight are it's basically considered heresy and those people are witches that must be burned at the stake so that's the premise of the show. You can. I just wanted to throw that out there, so you can give do your spoiler free stuff. Unless, no, I mean, that, that's what I was going to say. Oh, well, all right. Well, I did it better. So glad I glad I took it. From How you. would you
1: know? You didn't give me a chance.
2: I know. I know where you were going with it.
1: Oh, it's the same, uh, exact same so, thing. So, friend, friend, the only thing is, you say it's a virus, but then they say that um, there was people who left planet Earth. And and left them all behind and took all the knowledge with them, basically. So, how does that work? If
2: uh, well, the very I don't know the very first episode they give you the the summary and tell you what happened, and they tell you that a virus a virus did it.
1: Okay. Well, it then does. later <laughs> on they talk about all the people who left Earth because Earth had no resources left.
2: I mean, maybe maybe that was their way of saying they died. No, they, pa- they, don't they know, left their rocket. I don't know. I guess uh, maybe maybe I watched it too quickly, and I have to go back and, and, and check it out again. Yeah. Uh, it starts so the show's on Apple TV, which so far has been a great investment. I'm I'm glad I finally cashed in those gift cards and uh, took the advice of a friend of the pod, Anthony uh, Romano, to to look into this. Um, stars Jason Mimosa, friend of the pod, obviously. Uh, you know we, we talked about him in great detail. And uh, what was that? <sighs> was it Pretty Girl? Was that the the Sweet the, Girl? Sweet Girl. Sweet girl, that's right. Uh, that dropped on Netflix uh, about three months ago. We talked about our our buddy uh, <laughs> Mimosas. Uh, he plays. He basically plays uh, the tribe. One of the tribal leaders here um, in the show, Baba Voss. Well, that's quite a cool name, Baba Voss. Uh, and yeah, you know, there's there's two there's there's different different tribes. Again, it's it's almost like it it's now everyone's primitive again, which. I know we had a little discussion about that, Jay, which we can get into. But You you ahead uh,
1: and give your synopsis and then I'll get into my into my analysis.
2: You sure no, you go you can go.
1: Well no no, go give your synopsis first, and then I'll give my analysis.
2: Alright, well effect effectively, uh it starts out with the your the Algany tribe, which is led by Baba Voss. Uh there is a group of soldiers that are known as the witchfinders coming from the queen that they there there's basically their sole mission in the world is to hunt down anybody who is thought to have sight and kill them because sighted people are considered witches. Um small little battle ensues. On the side you see uh Baba Voss's wife uh is about to give birth. Uh not to his children, basically she showed up pregnant at the, the village. And because Baba Vasa was unable to birth children, he went ahead and took her as his own and was going to adopt them. Uh, you find out that they are the children of, uh, a a man that the witch finders have been searching for Jared, Jared who is a sighted man who was somehow, somehow part of, uh, the queen had some relationship with the queen, uh, that they were trying to hunt down. Uh, Fast forward, she has the babies. Uh, they, Jera Morell actually left a path and built a bridge for them to escape the village in case something like this happened where they got hunted down. And they find a new place to where apparently nobody can find them uh, so that they would be able to raise these children who you find out both are sighted. Are so the season basically is the journey of these two kids growing up um, it flashes forward 17 years and them making their way back to their, their sighted father and to what he has, he's left them a map to the house of enlightenment. Um, and to get there, you know, throughout the years, he left them basically a box with books to teach them how to read so that they could understand the old world to help build what they think will be the new sighted world. So that's kind of my spoiler free, uh, Spoiler-free synopsis. You have, you have anything? Else? Should I? You want me to?
1: No, I just. I'll, I guess I'll just get into my. Yeah, get into your, get into your, get into your thing. Um, I, so to the good, um, I'll say that it's a really cool take on uh like a post-apocalyptic world. Um, so many times we see things like you know zombies or there's like some kind of existential threat and it's always like an immediate aftermath, but this was cool. Cause it's like 500 years in the future and everybody's blind, but there's no like threat. So it's just kind of like, how are people dealing in like a post technology world and Without in a world sight, yeah. where they can't see. So that was, that's pretty cool. Um, so that's a very good setup. I like that a lot.
2: Yeah. I, I really enjoyed
1: it. Um, Jason Momoa, I, I haven't watched a ton of his stuff. I saw him in one of the Justice League things. Um, I saw The Sweet Girl. I've seen this, maybe one other one, but like he's really, really good in this. Uh, I did I honestly didn't know he even had it in him to be like he 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 is he kicks ass in this one.
2: Yeah, I gotta he's got some Netflix shows uh, we gotta watch. Braven, um just always giving me assignments. It's it's exhausting. I said we gotta watch it, not you. I said I you know we we need we need as much as much mimosa in this as we can get, bro. Um, yeah. So,
1: uh, he he's really really good. Um, he is. Uh, his uh,
2: yeah, his his kills are. Huh, I mean, how much? How, I mean, they stepped it up a notch as the season kept going. Like <laughs> he is he is just cutting mother effers up.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, yeah it's insane um but i mean it, even the acting beyond that is really good yeah he's excellent yeah um the yeah the fight scenes and the kills are wild but i mean he's he's really good um so it's got that going for it um some some of the things i don't like um it's a little bit weird that like there's no technology i i almost feel like they're insulting blind people because like and it's hard to say because you don't know like what the, what this event was that created this post-apocalyptic world, um, right? So so it's like what in the heck happened that knocked out all technology? But the way it had the way that you're viewing it now, it kind of makes it seem like oh well, well, without our sight, you know, people would just basically turn into like tribal, like you know. Like uh, superstitious weirdos or whatever, and it's just like, uh, like what? what? I, I don't know. It's a How little did we get bit, there? Yeah, the a primitive little bit rubs me the wrong way. Like, yeah, very. The, prim- well, the, that's the, the word. Prim- the, like
0: very.
2: The primitive, the primitive like. part of it, I didn't find weird because I, I immediately kind of related this to the the Planet of the Apes prequels trilogy, to where you know they had the the simian flu wiped out. You know, ninety-five percent of of the population, and we're only two years into that, and there's there's no power. Like, there it's already starting to go that way. Like, pe- you know, people are living, you know, just living in abandoned, rundown buildings. Like, it's you know, there's there's not a ton of technology yeah, going on. Yeah, but something against-
1: simple like building a bridge, like you, like a team of blind people can build a bridge. Like, they really could. Like, it's not it's not rocket science okay like you you like blind people can climb up the face of a mountain like 30 feet and be like hey this this over here is 30 feet high and then be like all right let me climb this uh, this side I, like all right let's string a rope over like they they could figure it out like it's it's not like <laughs> I it, it was a little bit off-putting that like they just like the concept of a bridge was out of the reach of blind people. I, I just
2: assume it's the amount of people that are left in, you know, just over five hundred years, just you know, declining so, a little bit. But God, that's fine. yeah.
1: I don't know. Could be anyway. That was that was one thing that was a little bit weird to me. Um. Uh. What else? What else? What else? The the queen's character is just very odd. I yeah, mean, she's
2: she is the worst. I
1: haven't decided if I like how it fits in or not yet, uh, through the first season, it, but it's it's just very strange um what else what else what else um i uh... mean she's she's
2: really just supposed to be like even in a even in a world without sight like that 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 thirst for power to still want to control everything and you're gonna do like you're you'll just you'll just kill any any threat to that that's like i think that's mainly what she's supposed to be yeah and then like the
1: it's a little bit of conflicting info in terms of like like you said, like it's a virus, but then they they talk about like how people left on ships. I
2: have to go back to that. You have to find what episode that is. Okay. At some point. Um, yeah. Because I I don't I don't remember left that at on all.
1: Ships and because the because the world's resources, and then they left them behind. I don't know. I was just like, what? I don't know. Um, and then, um, oh dang it! Oh, and the other, just picking nits is, like some stuff is very well thought out in terms of like oh like all of the people have very have unique scars on their face because that's how they like identify each other yeah they feel they feel each other's face and they could feel like the markings on each other's and they're like oh that's jim or like oh that's that's terry you know like they have that kind of markings on their face yeah okay (laughs) um well that's how i took it but jim
2: and terry no i'm just saying jim and (laughs) terry tina called we're getting back together
1: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) um but then other things like aren't as well thought out uh like i don't know a random thing i noticed is like the queen's wearing this very like shiny and ornamental headdress and i'm like who who can see that it's shiny and ornamental like like, it's, you're all blind. Like, why, I don't know. It was just kind of strange. Was, was, there,
2: was there a, uh, was there a Kellogg's uh, logo on it?
1: No, there was no product placement in this one. So, um, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's about it.
2: Yeah, and just to, somewhat, well, this is more of a spoiler version, so, I um, Eventually, you find out that the woman that Bob that was that k that Baba Voss mm. ends up marrying, yeah, that was it, yeah, yeah, that they're that basically the witch finders led by Takajun, who's just just so badass uh the wife ends up being uh Princess Margaret who is the sister of the queen, which i I figured after like the third episode, I've kind of thought that something that they were related because it was just odd that they looked alike and sounded alike
1: i I Not, put two and two together, but here yeah, two things on that drew guy yeah One, um, so this guy Jerry Morell, who fathered these two kids to Magra, uh, he's just the, the slanging twins. that
2: slanging that sperm all over Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, he's he's basically traveling the countryside, just fathering children left and right, spreading his genes so that he could have more sighted children and and grow vision throughout the world. So seventeen years later, he has this like outpost that has all like electricity yeah he's in a
2: pri- yeah they found a prison
1: somehow he like got this thing up and running 500 years later like like the machinery still worked it's, I don't that doesn't he make read sense. books
2: learned how to fix it
1: yeah that doesn't make sense um <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't I, <laughs> 500 year old machinery he found the
2: manual Jo. jesus yeah
1: 500 years later he finds the manual and and gets the allen wrench out and just you know gets (laughs) these things up and running gets the machinery humming you know 500 years later whatever um so that that's an interesting character and again an interesting concept of i would have rather it be he be like a benevolent character than a malvolent character but of course he has bad intentions and this and that and whatever so we'll see where it goes in season two. Well,
2: he's got, he has good intentions, but doesn't, he, 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 uh, good intentions, but doesn't, doesn't care if, uh, he does bad things to get what he wants. Oh, whatever.
1: Um, I would he, say. he's a jabroni. Um, and then, uh, my other, my other complaint was, so like the tribe, like Momoa's tribe gets hunted down. And for the sake of preserving the kids that have vision, they basically leave their tribe behind and get slaughtered. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like you, you're gonna, you're gonna sacrifice like a hundred people for the sake of like these two kids who can see because that could change the whole world. But then like the the witchfinders catch up with them like a few days later, and yeah, that Jason Momoa's wife reveals that she's princess Magra and like the witch finders bow to her. And I'm like, Hey, maybe you should have brought that up a couple of days ago before the whole <laughs> village got slaughtered. Like
0: maybe that's something you should have brought to my attention yesterday.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like what, why, why did you, why were you holding that in the back pocket per se? Like, yeah.
0: uh... I,
2: I thought that was just because she, she was, she didn't have the kids with her and was able to get away to where if they killed her, They, they, you know, the kids would have, would have been far away and it wouldn't have, you know, she, she didn't want to take the chance that they would have, you know, burned, burned the children alive anyway with the, with the tribe. Although, I mean, they did basically tell the tribe, like anybody that wants to, you know, come with us, like, let's, let's get moving. And they were all like, nah, let's just give your kids up. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So that, I, I agree. That was a little, you know, okay. Yeah. That probably was more poorly timed, but, um, you know, the very, you know, the, they eventually, like I said, the, the, the two children, Momoa, uh, and, and Paris, who's basically like a sage, I guess. Um, yeah,
1: she's like a sage slash, like, midwife.
2: Yeah. She, uh, they, they do, they do find Jeremy Morrell and reunite. Good thing to have on your
1: resume, sage slash
2: midwife. <laughs> yeah. They do, re- they do reunite the kids with, with Morrell. Morell. And you find out, to J.O.'s point, you know, uh, he basically made a, made an agreement with, uh, uh a rival tribe the tra- ah, should, the travesti ah, I'm gonna butcher
1: it is it, is or
2: something or other um basically basically for 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 the military protection made a deal and he's he's been giving some sighted children to that tribe and particularly uh the general wanted uh Boba Voss's daughter uh as part of part of the agreement so he basically gives her up and Kinsua. what's that kenzua who's Kinzua?
1: isn't that the other tribe
2: no kenzua is where the queen uh with the queen's bases oh my bad now you're, you're hey you're good you're okay my man um i'm gonna see if i have it here real quick probably not uh
1: I don't know some of the oh, writing Trev- tre-
2: the 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 Travantians I'm sorry okay. the Travantians army so yeah
1: so some of the writing's good and some of it's questionable I guess yeah so good. they
2: end up yeah so he gives up the daughter and then basically he's because the son you know the uh, Baba Vasa's son you know overhears the point, overhears that deal that he's making that he's get, basically giving Hanawa to to this guy uh, he realizes that he's not gonna he's not gonna just go along and be like oh yeah, cool, like, just give my sister out to be a slave, and I'll just help you build the sighted world, because that's what's right. Um, they're gonna kill, he's gonna, he's gonna kill him, and then Baba Voss comes to the rescue, and that leads to a huge showdown between Baba Voss and Jera Morrell, which, listen, if you don't, if you don't want to get Apple TV, try to find this scene on YouTube. I, I thought this fight between these two guys was great, and, uh, I the other theme that I really liked about it was cuz Baba Vash kept, you know, making the comment to his children, you know, stop thinking you're better than people because you can see. And it comes all it comes up all the time when they're trying to like fight you know fight in battles and it's like listen dude like that's awesome like his son's a big puss he's like yeah you can see but you don't know how to fight like i can fight blind better than you can with your eyes my man because he just hears everybody and and just the way that he's adapted to the world so i i always like all those like little subtle like talks that the baba vas gives to his kids (laughs) yeah my
1: favorite part was he asked the daughter was being super annoying about how she could see or something and he asked the son how much longer until the sun sets and he was like, "Oh, you know, a couple hours, or whatever." And she's like, "Why are you asking that?" And he's like, "I just want to know how much longer till you can't see and you could just yeah, shut up, shut yeah, up, and yeah. stop being annoying."
2: <laughs> yeah, how much, how much longer to your no, to your no use? <laughs> yeah, uh, which is which is good, but yeah. And then the battle, like he's fighting Morrell, and uh, I, you know, eventually, oh, the sun, the sun blow, or he shuts the generator off, uh, so it gets dark, and you just, and Momoa is just like with his like. Haunting voice, like
0: "You're in my world now,"
2: (laughs) and he just—he's just sneaking all over the place and just, just like giving little cuts to Jeremy Morrell, and then eventually gets a hold out of uh, and gouges his eyes out. Gouges his eyes out. Ah, dude, it was I—I, Momo has got like five heater lines in that scene that are just so good and uh i recommend if you watch it watch it with the closed captioning because sometimes like the volume does get screwed up uh, with the background and and the talking i at least on my smart tv it happens a lot um i really enjoyed it dude I, I i thought you'd like it a little bit more especially when you found out that they were actually in they're they're in pennsylvania um you know their their tribe is basically in your backyard so uh, yeah see-
1: uh, i i feel like a lot happens in season 2 that kind of increases your enjoyment of it I haven't seen season two yet. I'm I'm definitely in on it. I'm I'm gonna watch. I season like season two. one better, but
2: season two is oh, really okay. good. But I, I really enjoyed season one. Um,
1: I, I I recommend it. I it, it is good to watch. Um,
2: you can tell with season two. They, I'm not gonna
1: call it a masterpiece, but it's fun. It's an interesting take on the yeah. apocalypse. The whole like vision thing is interesting. Um, I'm gonna watch season two. Uh, it's it's not great, but I think it's good. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep with it.
2: Yeah, I, I I have it as like an eight out of ten. That's my my score for it. I yeah, um, probably
1: have it like a like a six and a half or seven. I'd say. Yeah, I really It's enjoy it's, it. it's interesting. It's fun. Yeah,
2: you can tell from the outset of season two that like season one got went over really well, so they upped the budget and like just the the gore on the kill. It just <laughs> you can just tell that they just up they just up the ante on it. So. Uh, yeah, there's there's one I uh, well I, uh, you might not get it but there's one scene and one one landmark that you'll see in season two that I almost vomited on but uh yeah I can't wait to till, till you finish hopefully hopefully you start getting pumped up. Sweet.
1: Um, that being said, uh yeah I I I got nothing else.
2: Uh, me either. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna we call it get some more tequila and just watch YouTube scenes of J- Joe uh. Joey Mimosa. Nice. Jason All right. Mimosa. Sorry, Jason Mimosa. J- Joey, Jason. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Joey. Who's Joey Mimosa? <laughs> oh, God. Who's Jason Mimosa? That's what you were supposed to say. Uh,
1: Mola's Joey carrying. Mimosa, Jason Mimosa, Tommy Fanny Mimosa. Sosa. We don't care. Pirates by 100.
2: That's right, baby.
1: All right, uh, Drew, on that note, uh, as usual... Good talk. See you out
2: there. Big kisses.
0: Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count tossing out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud